Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Well, hello, everybody. I am Katie Patrick, joined by David Fiorazzo. Yes. <laughs> he says yes. As many of you do know, our K-12 classical online school is enrolling students for the fall, so get on it, everyone. Come on now. Go to Freedom for school.com to request your free information packet that is freedom for school.com vulgarity and violence is the reason that some parents were just able to successfully remove the king james bible from <clears throat> utah schools and it's all in response to sexually explicit books being removed from libraries aha david yes I'm glad. It's their chance to get that Bible out. Let's I'm go. Glad you emphasized Utah. 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 Yes. Um, uh, there's a problem with this story from <laughs> all there? kinds of different angles, but due to vulgarity or violence, yes, there's a lot of violence in the Bible. After petition called it sex ridden. Not so sure about that. Uh, where's the proof? As we were talking about before the program, give me give me the BCV, the book, chapter, and the verse where Boom. it specifically mentions these things, but they can't. Violence. All right. There's wars. There's people getting killed. Goliath got his head cut off. Yeah. There's a lot. But um, <laughs> anyway, the, the, as the story goes, uh, the King James version of the Bible has been removed in several Davis school district schools in Utah. First of all, okay, so it was determined that it contained vulgarity or violence, but why King James? I guess because it's got the old English they don't understand. Lie! Um, Lie! Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it's really, there, there was a petition actually. Mm -hmm. There course. was a petition in response to the state law, and that is a good thing, I guess, because whenever parents, families, people speak up, but it resulted in the removal of many books containing sexual content and these other books had sexual content all right we've been if you watch this show for any length of time you know the kind of content we talk about that's in the school libraries if not in the classroom in the curriculum but salt lake city as we know it's primarily um, a mormon community that's the religion there they're very conservative i i would say um, but to remove the Bible, is, it's an interesting, for, for the reasons they state, you know, I, first of all, Katie, I thought the Bible was already kicked out of schools. So, yeah, it was almost a pleasant surprise. Being, well, there's still a Bible there still out Bibles there. still Bibles in no. a few schools in the country. And KGB of all of them. King James, yeah, kids, uh, you know, grade schoolers or junior hires are not going to read King James no. Bible. But, hey, let's learn more. The committee is going to be reading for a long time to read the Bible. They get a reading cover to cover. This is Michelle Edgley, the president of the Utah Educational Library Media Association, speaking with Fox 13 News back in March. I don't think that most parents have either the right or the knowledge of the student bodies to be banning books for the entire school. 
On Thursday, the Davis School District says the District Review Committee reviewed the King James Version of the Bible in its entirety. While they determined it didn't contain sensitive material as defined by Utah Code, they still pulled it from elementary and junior high school library shelves. Back in March, a Utah parent petitioned to have it removed, saying the religious text is pornographic. We're grateful that the uh, Sensitive Material Review Committee is is taking their job seriously. Utah State Representative Ken Ivory sponsored a bill that passed the legislature last year prohibiting sensitive materials in schools. When many groups characterize this as banning books, that really is an attempt to simply you know, hyperbolize what's going on. We're simply um, clarifying age-appropriate limits. With that law in place, if a parent makes a formal request, schools have to remove any books that contain human genitals in a state of sexual stimulation or arousal, acts of human masturbation, or sexual intercourse. The Bible has always been best studied around the fireplace by the families where you know parents can give context to uh, the warnings and the uh, 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 teachings that are in the Bible. All right. So, yes. Here's the question. Okay. It's a matter of well, if they're going to get rid of the Bible, then they better do the exact same to the T on all the other books in the library. They should all be gone then, oh right? My that's goodness. that's the spiral we're going down with yeah. regarding this, David. Yeah. Well, first of all. Those first two qualifications about the acts of sexual, what is it, uh, human genitals in a state of sim sexual stimulation or arousal, I can't, I'm thinking Old Testament, I, you know, there's a lot of guidance against sexual promiscuity or infidelity or adultery or homosexuality, but specific mentions of that, plus acts of human masturbation or sexual intercourse. Intercourse is explained very, it's not in detail and not graphic, but it does touch on and explained obviously um, i mean there were there was you, adultery there was rape, rape there were other yeah, things yeah but it doesn't go into detail and define it like so, a romance novel or something else yeah some and, graphic and that's, porn and, would. and that's the thing but we're thinking also from the like very intricacies whatever compared to all of the other like craziness in the books that we talk about on the show every single day. Yeah. So like and when pictures. we compare apples to oranges or if it's, I don't know if these are, they, they're not apples to apples, but they're like the apples to oranges. Yes. The Bible seems so, so tame in comparison. Yeah. You're like, why would they even question putting the Bible in when you put it under that guys mm. though, that's how people are going to interpret it. And you know, the one parent who complained apparently to make <laughs> this happen was doing it because that parent was probably upset that the actual very sexual books were being taken out of the right, library. So right. like that's the that's what it is. But in Utah, well, I'm still a little confused by the fact that there are some schools that had copies of the Bible. Yeah, I know. Wow, I just can't believe I'm, it. Can, yeah, I guess you know maybe some conservative states there you might be able to still find a Bible in the school library. Yeah. But with everything else that's going on in the schools, chances are kids aren't going to read the Bible. But anyway, um, interesting story, but uh, we need to move on. Still to come, a church day school, day school in California is fighting back after the Biden administration recently pulled funding for school lunches based on the fact that the church believes in traditional values. <gasps> Gasp. That's right. If you don't support the Rainbow Mafia, no soup for you. We're talking about that next. <laughs> 
Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Take back your kids' education. FPA's fully accredited classical curriculum provides live, on-demand, and homeschool courses built on Judeo-Christian values. Request your information packet and save 10% on tuition by visiting freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. So, uh, if you believe in God and you know that there are two genders, then kids can't eat. <laughs> yeah. A California church found itself having to file a lawsuit with the Alliance Defending Freedom against the U.S. Department of Agriculture and California's Department of Social Services after the church's federal food funding was revoked due to its <clears throat> orthodox religious beliefs minute, regarding are we, sex. Are, are we in America? Are we back in America in this story? California. I don't. Oh, uh, oh okay. That yes. It. All right. Question mark. Uh, so the Church of Compassion, what a name. <laughs> He's trying to be compassionate and is not allowed to. Wow. So, um, yeah, they operate a day spring learning center, and it's been participating in the USDA's child and adult food care program for nearly 20 years. For 20 years, they've been trying to be compassionate. Right. Live it out. And now, not allowed to. Not a, no, no, can't do that. No, no, no. Now, as part of the program, the church's preschool received about $3,500 to $4,500 per month to help cover the food-related costs for the, as it says, indigent students. Now, according to the complaint that they, they had to file the lawsuit again, um, recent government mandates prohibit houses of worship that maintain traditional religious beliefs regarding human sexuality from participating in the anti-hunger program. So again... You believe in God, you believe in two genders, kids can't eat. Is that not accurate to what we're seeing yeah, here in this story? I'm, I'm a little confused as to why they, they would have an issue here. Because, David, how dare they? Orthodox religious Uh-oh. beliefs. Trying to do what the Bible teaches, be compassionate. <sighs> yes. Yep, not anymore. So a, the church actually received a notice back in October from Jesse Rosales, who's the chief of the Child and Adult Care Food Programs of the California Department of Social Services, stating that the church's program would lose funding if it did not meet the requirements of the non-discrimination policy, which forces employees to read and abide by a handbook, specifically allows lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender lifestyles. Now, in December, then, the church's program's funding was revoked because they failed to do what they were told to. And so the church said its preschool serves all families, including individuals who identify as LGBTQ+. So now it's, 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 they, they don't discriminate. All the children can't eat. Does that make you feel better, California and USDA? Does that make you feel better? No? Well, it shouldn't. Now, the lawsuit states that we've sued the Biden administration and California officials for unlawfully pulling federal food funds from a church preschool Jeez. due to the school's beliefs on sexuality. The school feeds many low-income and immigrant children. Hungry kids should never, or hungry kids should matter more than a political agenda. Fact check true. Yes, Alliance hungry for kids Defending matter. Freedom. This is where we're at in our stage in life. It, and we've been here for several years at this point. You mean in America? If you, yeah, in America. If you don't agree with me on every single issue, 
you don't exist to me. You can't exist. You can't do any good. You have to be so lockstep with all the beliefs of the far left, and you cannot deviate from it at all. Well, this obviously is a case of discrimination. They're violating the U.S. Constitution. That's why ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom, is involved with this case. But it's just sad that people are just taking these actions against those who just want to uphold or live according to their faith, their conscience, their religion, their values, to help other people. And it's really, it is almost unbelievable. If we hadn't been doing research and paying attention for years and years to really what's going on and why we are here today, I think we'd be shocked. But it, it's just, it's still disappointing. It, well, yes, it is very disappointing. And it, it, children are going hungry because of this. <laughs> According to the senior counsel, Jeremiah Gallus, he actually said that this is antithetical to the First Amendment's promise of religious freedom and only hurts needy families and children. Yeah. Again, as always, for the far left always being, well, it's all about helping others and helping the, you know, the low... Uh, income families and those in need the most when politics is involved then it's only about you have to follow our way and children be damned that's where that's where they're at now of course um there was a, you know they tried to contact the spokespeople for california and for the usda and um <clears throat> they could not comment on pending litigation that's right uh the, the usda didn't even reply didn't even, don't don't have time for you. Sorry, needy children. We don't care. That's, <laughs> no comment. That's the truth. That is. Now we're going to move on because we have a California school board making headlines after three conservative members voted not to allow the district to supplement history curriculum with materials praising gay rights activists and alleged pedophile Harvey Milk. Conservative parents are taking a stand, and we're going to talk about that next. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at My Pillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, -E EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company. This next story actually came in from one of you. Mm, thank you. Uh, this is, of course, why we encourage all of you out there watching to notify us. If something's happening in the area that you live, you hear about something, point us to it. We'll track it down. <laughs> we'll report back. So everyone across the whole nation or around the world, if you're watching us, can learn of what's happening. So I want to say thank you to Jennifer from California who let us know what is happening in a community near her. And uh, we may just have another story about this same area uh -huh. next week. Of course. Because, you know... There's never just there's never, never, never just, a shortage. Just of... one mouse in the house. <laughs> you find one, there's gonna be more. You better snuff them all out. Anyway, so uh, Temecula Valley School Board was discussing Harvey Milk. You know Harvey Milk. Yep. Unfortunately, we know Harvey Milk. Yep. First openly gay man elected to public office in California in 1978. <clears throat> Can you guess what city in California? I'll give you one guess. It starts with an S. And an ends with a and has Francisco an has, has an F in it. <laughs> San Francisco. And it rhymes with Francisco. 
<laughs> the second part. Francisco. <laughs> yes, so Harvey Milk was elected to San Francisco Council or whatnot, and he's so amazing. Everyone loves him because he was the first openly gay man, and he was also possibly a pedophile. And, you know, now, all the things. did you say allegedly a pedophile? <clears throat> did you watch the movie? Because it points out that he's so amazing. Well, just Sean like, Penn played him. Just like Alfred Kinsey. Sure. Of course. That movie. Of course. Yeah, Kinsey was I mean, amazing of course. To, to Hollywood. These are the things. Anyway, right. moving okay. on. Well, I, moving right, on. Sorry. Back to I digress. So the school board in Temecula <laughs> Valley uh, was talking about Harvey Milk and how putting him into the social studies curriculum, naturally. Um, and, of course, it would be the elementary social studies curriculum because that's where he really belongs, social studies oh in elementary. So I, the story, the way it was subtitled was amazing. The decision could leave more than 11,000 students without a social studies textbook. Oh. And all the better for it. So what happened was the board voted three to two to not include supplemental materials that had Harvey in it. Let's take wow. a look. Yeah, my question is why even mention a pedophile? He's not. <laughs> I, beg, I beg to differ. We told you how the teachers have rallied in protest of that book ban. They called it, quote, a manufactured crisis. Well, the board voted to ban a social studies book that mentions Harvey Milk, a gay San Francisco supervisor who was murdered in 1978. Now, the head of the board asked, why even mention a pedophile? It's that particular word that, of course, really set off people. Um, at today's news conference attended by those supporting the board's ban, uh, Governor Newsom's tweet from earlier today and was mentioned, and it was mentioned as a rallying point. Now, the board president said today that he was speaking as a private individual, not as the president of that board. Let's listen to what he had to say earlier today. Regarding Governor Newsom's Twitter statement to me, it was never my intention to insult anyone, as it's always my intention to lead with civility. My word choice is based upon facts that represent Mr. Milk, and I don't believe those facts are a good example for our children to learn about in elementary school. By the way... Thank you, um, Very Emperor Newsom, for one. weighing in. But <laughs> I do want to say, when they showed all those parents protesting yep. there, or teachers, teachers, the signs, it's, I didn't see any sign that had anything to do with Harvey Milk, his lifestyle, his reputation, whatever, uh, facts or alleged, you know, pedophilia. I, I won't say alleged because I, <laughs> from what I've researched anyway, mm -hmm. um, the sign said, Teachers need textbooks. Kids <laughs> and students, QR codes. <laughs> students deserve textbooks. Honk for textbooks. We, I deserve new textbooks. So think about people driving by. They're going, okay, what's what's the controversy here? Let's get them. Mm -hmm. If they need if they need books, let's get them books. So they're exactly. not really putting the truth up on the. Well, David, if we don't have Harvey Milk involved, eleven thousand children may not have a social studies textbook because there are no other textbooks. Well, or, you know, oh my gosh, we couldn't even get like, what are uh, these called? Original documents. We can't have that. If we don't have this, our children will be dumb dumps. Well, there's so many things that come to mind when you say that. First of all, this is California. But, oh, yes. but, but secondly, uh, if you don't have textbooks, we know that history has been rewritten. Textbooks have changed. Textbooks, textbook publishers are progressive now maybe woke and it's just so some of them are so awful it might not be such a bad thing if you don't have these particular what? textbooks i'll let you comment on that oh Kate. no that's absolutely true so that's okay. that's exactly what i would say okay. you don't need in social studies yeah ex and that's give another them thing the actual documents give them the historical documents 
So maybe you give them Harvey Milk's um, personal notes he wrote, probably his love letters sure. out to the to the children, probably. No. Okay. Oh, well, there, are those documented anywhere? <laughs> Edgar Diaz, who's the president of the uh, Temecula Valley Educator Association, said that we've never experienced this before. I've never heard of a top performing district or any district say, you know what, we are going to withhold these materials. Oh, maybe because you now have, and I'm going to name them, the ones who voted against this having Harvey Milk, Dr. Joseph Kamraski, who you saw, Jennifer Wiersma, and Danny Gonzalez, who were elected last year with the backing of the conservative Inland Empire Family PAC pack. So maybe you have never had this before because you've been so always to the far left with the school board yep. and then the teachers that you've never been confronted with, hey, maybe our children shouldn't be learning about a pedophile. Like we shouldn't, just don't include him. There's plenty of other history. Pedophiles need not apply. We are getting now parents waking up who are saying this should not be in our kids' curriculum. And now they're like, take it to the school board. We are going to make the school board. And this is a lesson for everyone, California and across the nation, get involved. Parents, be involved. Get on the school board. Make it happen. Okay. Is that enough? Did we see the Gavin Newsom tweet earlier? Oh, that, yes. That's right. Oh, that's yes. Right. The, yeah. uh, the uh, ignorant. It, it, it was. It, it's from an ignorant person. Oh, yeah. Gavin. Of course. This, this isn't it, Texas or Florida. I like how he points those out. Like, it, yeah, because they're doing so much better than oh, you in are. our they're, state. Yeah, let's yeah. look at the standards. In, uh, the like, golden state. Let's look at they the test the scores. They have the freedom to learn. Meanwhile, those kids in all those other states. Test are, scores. Okay. <laughs> test scores. Or California <laughs> schools. Everything. Thank you. Just everything. Let's compare those. Yep. All right. <sighs> anyway, still to come. We have a single dad. He has five kids, adult children, and he, the dad, has decided to take on the unbelievable college debt that his children have accrued, which will have him making payments for at least three more decades. See how much debt his kids racked up when we come. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. Five hundred and fifty thousand dollars in student loans for his five children. This single dad, um, he justifies it by saying, "I am just not going to take the chance on not sending my my kids to school." I'm going, okay. Did you teach them not to pay their bills or or to? borrow a lot of money did you teach them that too did you take a chance on actually educating them on finances but anyway so his name is reed clark uh, he didn't expect to be providing for five children <laughs> on just his income alone uh, he was preparing to pay for his five kids education as part of a two-income family uh, but he and his wife divorced in 2011 
A few years later, when the children started going to college, he decided to turn to federal loans to finance their education himself. And due to private circumstances, his wife isn't contributing. Now, his debt total, as I mentioned, $550,000. So he's looking at paying $3,000 a month for the rest of his life, perhaps. And um, he estimates he'll have to keep making those payments for at least three more decades. And how old is he? 57. So that's Ooh. 87 years old. Ooh. He'll still be paying his kids. Uh, Katie, Ooh. Katie, I know you have a, f a few thoughts that you might want to share about this topic that you probably don't have strong feelings about, but try Re to come up with something yeah. here. Yeah, because I'll, I'll just tossing it over to something you. here. Uh, read, <laughs> buddy. Call Dave Ramsey. There we go. That solves everything. <laughs> the fact that he wow. took out $550,000, he has five kids, average that to be $110,000 per kid. And he did note, because you may be saying it at home, and I was saying the same thing, why don't the kids pay for it? Well, the kids also took out about $20,000 in student loans because Reed, the dad, wanted them to have a, quote, vested interest in their education. Okay, so now you're looking at, on average, $130,000 per kid. What, what's the return? What's, what's, well, what's the return on investment? We've talked about that on what's this program. What's your ROI on this one? Yeah, if you go to college, what, what's that degree worth? Yeah, and the, the, he said, okay, so they divorced in 2011. And it was a few years later. So we're still looking in the Obama era. After student loans really got taken over by the federal government, oh. instead of the banks being like, eh, maybe you shouldn't be able to take out this amount of money in loans. And so the federal government is basically like, here you go, just take it all. Maybe this wouldn't have happened to him. But still, I don't understand. I, I guess, okay, if my parents would have done that for me, I would have said no. Like, and yeah, this is, oh yeah, sure you would have, Katie, you would have totally taken it. No, I wouldn't have. I would have said, hey, can I have some help with college? But can't those kids look around and see my single dad is trying to pay for all five of us to go to college? And like, don't the five of them talk to each other? Like, man, dad took out $550,000 in loans. Like, we better pay more than our $20,000 back. Like, I just, well, he said <laughs> so many he, questions. He wants the best for his he, kids. Yeah, I, yeah, they're not kids anymore. They're adults. Well, well, they're adults. Uh, but it's a, it's a little, it's slightly confusing, the amount, because three of them went to small colleges in the, within the state he and lives in pennsylvania were they state colleges they or were they liberal three, arts colleges that are small because uh, that will be it says way three more. small schools in pennsylvania mm. and the other two went to state schools on the east coast again and, uh, more money yeah. yeah so one fact here uh, according to the article since 2001 average in-state tuition has surged 211 percent it, since 2001 that's in that's state insane if your kids go to a school near you a college the tuition has gone up boom, boom, over 200 percent in Louise. a couple decades i can't with this story but if anyone would like to write <laughs> in and you want to hear my full thoughts oh, maybe i'll do a whole video about this one because you know, this is what gets me fired up this what, is how what, our what, country, common sense common <laughs> we're missing dollars and cents on this one Anyway, make sure you are out there right now hitting that like button or I wish there was like a 
fire emoji to be like, ah. Uh, but you can hit the like button. I'll just interpret it as a fire emoji. Uh, but now, also send us your feedback because if you want me to calm down, I'll try my best, but I probably won't happen. They're anyway, probably good. anyway, for David and myself, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And thank you for supporting this show. Until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel. Hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2023.